Today on Happy, Sad, Confused, Catherine Hahn returns to the podcast to discuss her private life. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. I'm Josh. Thanks for tuning in as always. Last week was a dark week for us. I apologize, but the good news is uh, there is an embarrassment of riches to come. Uh, I just taped uh, this conversation for today's episode with Catherine Hahn, and uh, this is an insane week. I'm taping four different podcasts uh, this week. It's um, it's kind of the intersection of two major events here in New York. The New York Film Festival is going strong. Uh, and that includes Catherine Hahn's latest film, Private Life. Uh, and New York Comic Con is getting underway uh, tomorrow as I tape this, Thursday through Sunday. Um, so I want to mention, for those of you guys that are either visiting New York or are uh, New York locals and that are planning to frequent uh, New York Comic Con at the Jacob Javits Center, uh, come on out. Enjoy it. It's a great convention. I've been many times. I've covered it many times. Um, it's still huge. I mean, the only thing it's small in relation to is San Diego Comic Con. Um, and this year in particular, at least for me, I am slammed in a good way. Uh, it's a uh, it's a lot going on. I'm moderating three different panels. So uh, if you are going to uh, the Netflix and Chills panel Friday night, uh, I will be moderating that. And there's a ton of really cool stuff uh, talking about four different upcoming Netflix shows there. Um, I've seen bits and pieces of all of them. That is one you do not want to miss. Uh, Saturday morning, I'm going to be at Madison Square Garden moderating the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse panel. Uh, which um, looks to be also awesome. Like they are, uh, they just released the new trailer for that one, uh, and there's some nice surprises at that panel. So definitely check that out. And then on Sunday, I will be moderating, and this is very trippy, uh, but I'm moderating the 10th anniversary Twilight panel at New York Comic Con, uh, and that one is still coming together. Um, there are going to be a lot of old familiar faces there, and including me. <laughs> I mean, I'm an old familiar face, I think, to Twilight uh, lovers out there. I covered the films uh, a ton back in the day, and. Uh, who knew 10 years have flown by? So that's what's going on at New York Comic Con. If you're out there, uh, come out to those panels, say, say hi if you see me, and, uh, and enjoy yourself. I apologize. You might be able to tell my voice is a little not at, at peak condition. I'm fighting off a cold. I think I'm hopefully on the good end now. Uh, struggled the last couple of days, but hopefully by that time these panels come around, I will sound like the professional Josh Horowitz you're used to. Um, so yes, so as for today's show, uh, I just chatted with the lovely and talented Catherine Hahn. Catherine, who I should mention, was our fifth guest on Happy Second Fused over four years ago. And here we are, I think 250 plus episodes uh, since, and it's been a while, but um, she's a delight. Everybody loves Catherine Hahn. Um, she is just a good spirit in the universe, and uh, I'm I'm very happy to say that her new film, Private Life, uh, directed by Tamara Jenkins and co-starring Paul Giamatti, is excellent. Uh, it stars uh, her and Paul as a uh, New York City couple who are basically struggling to conceive, to figure out a way to have a baby in, in all its different permutations. And uh, it's kind of a relationship dramedy, uh, and it's excellent. She's fantastic in it. They're both earning rave reviews as well they should. Uh, so you should check it out if you can. It comes out actually in theaters this Friday, October 5th. It's also going to be on Netflix, so you really have no excuse at the very least to check it out on Netflix. But at best, uh, go support your local you know, independent cinema and see Private Life uh, in a theater. 
uh, always want to support that. Anyway, that's Catherine Hahn. Uh, I apologize. I feel like this conversation was great and, and she was fantastic. I feel like I was a little all over the place, partially because of my, uh, my illness and my cold medicine that is flowing through my system. So if I seem a little more scattered than usual, which is saying something, let's blame it on the illness and the medication and not on my deteriorating mind. Okay? Deal? Deal. Great. Uh, as always, remember to review, rate, and subscribe to Happy Sick and Fused. Go on iTunes. Go wherever you get your podcasts. Spread the good word. And enjoy this conversation with uh, a wonderful actor and a wonderful human being, the great Catherine Hahn. Should we have a chat? Let's do it. Oh, my. It's Hi. Catherine Hahn. Josh, how it's are you doing? I'm you. sorry I don't feel 100%. I'm fine. I'm fine. I, I'm, I've kept, I, there's an invisible barrier between us because I don't want you to get sick because you are spreading the good word of your wonderful new movie. Oh, darling, darling, darling. It's good to see you, though. It's really good to see you. It's been... You were one of the very first guests on this podcast. You were guest number five. You were in a five. different office. Different office. Similar, probably silly uh, posters But you on the had wall. windows. It wasn't as claustrophobic. Now they have just uh, decided that I don't deserve... A window why into did, the world. Why did they? Why did they give you a cell? They don't pay me anymore, Catherine. Are they you don't, doing this just because you want just, to? Yeah, that's all I have. My wife doesn't talk to me. My parents. It's this is. Please, they've just sealed, go, sealed you off. Don't leave me, Catherine. That's all I've got. Josh, <laughs> wow. this is so sad. This is sad in here. Sad, sick, no. Josh. No, no, it's good. It's good. no, it's good and yeah. joyful. Oh, oh. Extremes. Um, so four years have passed. Yes. Uh, first nerd of the podcast. Good sign. Right. Just like an um, undergraduate degree. Amazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so how has life changed in the last four years for you? What Give me uh, the oh, major God. updates. New, hobby, new hobbies, new Lots life changes. Lots of shit has gone down in the last four years. I don't know what you're talking about. Things have happened in the world. <laughs> Things are just, have just been an even keel. <laughs> Uh, the kids are older. The kids are, you're approaching kids teen, teenage not land. Aged. Wow, you should be a doctor. No, it's real. I don't know what's going on. What are you doing to them? Nothing's changing in that department. It's weird. I don't know why. So I don't remember if you remember this television show called Small Wonder. Oh, I, I can, if I were feeling healthier, I would sing the theme song. <gasps> She's a small wonder. wonder. I mean, that the was the best. creepiest show ever. I still am obsessed with trying to get some sort of staged reading of it somewhere. I and mean, I feel like there was one, but I feel like there should be. Oh, when it happens, invite me. I will do anything because I can to spread the good word. Because it was a robot girl in a closet, like a broom closet. Yeah, and there's subtext there. There's yeah, weird, so like, the, like the middle-aged dude who's created a small teenage girl. Wasn't she? But she wasn't teenage. Not even teenage. She was younger. Yeah. But she also did chores for them. Yeah. She took care of the house. But like in my mind she was in a maid, like a... She had a weird like red, like yeah. But like, did wasn't she there to do chores? <laughs> she was there, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like she was in the broom closet. Maybe I'm making that up. <laughs> no, I think so. I think she helped tidy the house. She was, uh, and she and entertained the, the boy, the and little boy. And it was boy. called Small Wonder. It's, it's, look, in this age where everything has been revived and rebooted. I don't know the why. The fact that we have not gone to that well yet. 
Like Alf is in development, but not Small but Wonder. But not Small Wonder. Come on, guys, this is 2018. I mean, you could go, and you can go anywhere. Like I want to see the uh, Darren Aronofsky version of Smell, Small Wonder. Of I Smell want, Wonder. A Smell Wonder. I want to see Joe Soloway's take on Small Wonder. Of small I, Wonder. I think there are a thousand ways to skin this cat. On and on. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Small Wonder. And a great theme song. To and be. a great theme That's song. That's kind of all you needed back in the 80s for a great TV show. No, like, this all you needed was those. Do you remember when um, Adam Scott and yes. uh, Rudd did the, uh, the best? The recreations of all those uh, openings? <laughs> I did a couple and I can't even remember. I, because my mind is like a memory player. I can't remember a goddamn thing. That's okay. But I did a couple of them and they were pretty fun. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, wait, so you, you bring up a point. Uh, you, oh, you, did uh, I? You did, yeah, whether you meant to or not. Um, <laughs> I did not mean to. <laughs> Let's be clear. Um, Let's be very clear here. The Yes, the world has gone through some changes in the last four years. Are yes. you good at compartmentalizing? Like once you're on set, can you shut out the horrors of the world? And yes. find like a little vacation from it? Um, no, a uh, vacation from it. Maybe that's the wrong terminology. Um, no, I don't know if I would say it a vacate. Um, no, but I mean, yeah, I have to, but I mean, it seeps in, doesn't it? Into everything. Um, into everything. But yeah, of course, cause it's my job. And also I love my work. Um, so yeah, ha- yeah, of course. But then it's really difficult. I mean, I had my, f- my phone by the bed and it was got bad for a while there. It was like, you know, my Google search was like Trump, just like Trump. <laughs> That's nuts. Maybe the worst possible Google search <laughs> no, at the moment. And it's, right just, now. and it's so not necessary no, at the moment. <laughs> it's not. And it's vague and it's just like too much. And it was like a tsunami of hate. And it was like, I, it was just too, too vague. And that, so that was like for a while there. So I've stopped. Um, but you can't even like, yeah, it's too much to take in. But yes, I'm absolutely able to compartmentalize for work and for my family because I have to. It's uh, yeah, it's like there's no other choice. You no, have but, to. but I do feel like there are going to be essays and PhD doctorates written in the years to come on. I mean, so much about this era. But like to your point of like, this is not unique to you. So many of us. I mean, literally, I have this conversation with my mother every day where I'm begging her to stop watching the TV. Like I she's know. she just watches like MSNBC all day. I it's know. like you can't do anything. It's just let it. Have I mean, you listened to Slow Burn? No, this is a podcast. This yeah, is... the Slate podcast, but it it like talks about um, uh, it like goes through th- the Watergate and um, then the Clinton impeachment. But it just like kind of it's basically like goes through these like massive right events in history, but like kind of tries to, to look at it through what it would feel like to have been going through it at the time. Yeah. Like these massive, like historic, like from a distance. Yeah. Like, and it's so interesting to think about like what we're in. Also this podcast called the wilderness, which is also really interesting. This John Favreau, but it looks like it's like, it just kind of to look at, a little perspective to yeah. not be in the weeds, but of just to like, be like, what is gonna like rot? Like, there's so much shit going on that's like, what is gonna rise? Like, exactly, what's actually like, what's gonna stick yes. in, in history? Because like when we every look back day, forty years from now, like what, like where's like you know, Scaramooch? <laughs> like, what is he gonna land? Like, what's all this little noise? Like, yeah, gonna is it gonna stick? Is it gonna st- like? No, I don't the know. sheer volume of news. It's too much. It's too much. 
Um, so let's talk about happier things, like your wonderful movie. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, have you had your New York Film Festival premiere yes, yet? Yes, it was on Monday. That must have been so, I was like super glam. I had never been there before, and oh. it was so beautiful. It's it's a great uh, uh, experience. I, I haven't been this year, but I imagine, did, were, you in the, were you in the balcony? Was yes, it, did the whole spotlight thing on you? It was amazing. Oh my God, it was amazing, and it was so beautifully klutzy and awkward. And I was going to say, so I always thought, I, I'm glad you brought that up, because like I've always wanted to ask somebody about this. So at New York Film Festival, at the end of the movie, they have this kind of like very kind of old school yeah. great moment where they shine the spotlight in the balcony on the cast and the and the director and writer and it's like how long do you stand yes. like what did it feel kind of like magical or awkward or all the no, above it was the it was all of the above because you know it was just to be there with that movie and that director Tamara Jenkins and Paul Giamatti and Molly Shannon and this Kaylee Carter and myself and so you know they hustle us all up there get up to this balcony. No one had moved. There was like two folding chairs in our way. So we couldn't quite, like we were kind of like around two folding chairs. So we were like, were the people in their seats being like, yeah, I'm, I bought these seats. I'm not moving <laughs> totally, for you. What if there are two sorry. people just sitting there also? <laughs> That'd be amazing. I mean, there's two empty folding chairs. So we kind of were like trying to like navigate around these folding chairs. And then, um, uh, we were, you know, we didn't know when the lights were going to come on. So we were like, ah, uh, like awkward. And then all of a sudden it was like bright lights. And we were just caught in, of course, the most, like, amazing, awkward deer in headlights, like, around two chairs, like, just squinting into the di- distance. You're, you're and, like, trusting and that. And Paul kept being like, I feel like Lincoln. <laughs> because it was like, it was just, like, you were so vulnerable in this balcony. But it was also, like, just this, yeah, just crazy. It was like. You know, the bees knees to be there at Lincoln Center with, you know, no, thing. it was crazy glamorous. And well, luckily, Giamatti loves that kind of attention. Um, <laughs> so you have a compatriot there that He's just eats it asshole. up. He's like, more cheers, more red carpets, more like, press. He was throwing roses. It was so weird. I was like, where did you get these roses? <laughs> you never know when you're going to need them. Uh, had you worked with Paul before? Never. Oh, I mean. God. No, I know. Was, I felt like I'd known him. He's a goddamn genius. And I, I felt like I'd never, I, that I had known him my whole life. Exactly. It was so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you guys are playing um, New Yorkers. He's a New Yorker as far as I know, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right. Um, so what's the key to playing a New Yorker? What's the, what's your in? <laughs> Do you have like innate New Yorkerness? Because you're kind of like, I feel like you are in some ways, I mean, LA I'm personified. From Ohio. Well, yes. LA personified. Well, I feel like you've you've I feel like you found you are a, like a, a, a like a I don't know your Mother Earth. You 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 exude kind of the chill vibe. <laughs> Do you of mean LA. Like, like I haven't really brushed my hair? Exactly. She came in. She looks like a wild child right now. She's like, <laughs> like she just Nell? came out of Big yeah. Sur. <laughs> She's <No>. Nell. <laughs> Okay, that came out wrong. Um, all I'm saying is... L.A. personified. No, that, I meant that in a nice way. No, I hear you. It's um, the cold speaking. It is. It's <laughs> everything <laughs> shitty I say today. I'll it's forgive the cold. it, honey. Um, so, but do you feel like it's a, is it, it's not a big leap for you to, to go hardcore New Yorker? Well, I lived here for a chunk. A big chunk of my life. I feel like it's in my DNA. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's in my DNA somewhere. I mean, I was in Ohio. I can't say I was born and raised here, but I don't think Rachel was either, the part I'm playing. Right. Like, I mean, I, you know, it just, I mean, that's like a part of it. I just think that they, you know, those formative like 20s years where you're like trying to make stuff, I was um, here for that. And so I feel that deeply, you know, the waiting in line at the, at, at, you know, at Astor Place for the um, right. Village Voice and. Which you is know. no longer around, did you hear? No. It's all gone. It's 
it's all over. Sad. It's like that was like end of an era. I know. That, I mean, I was like bagels. It's all. It's all it's, gone. Oh, I know. Um, backstage, like all you know, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Like I, that was um, um, yeah. So all that kind of like, you know, that that I feel like in my guts. So th- this one, uh, you mentioned, is it Tamara or Tamara? Tamara. Tamara. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, great filmmaker who, Amazing. frankly, hasn't, I, I don't know, by, by her choice or by the stupid industry's choice, hasn't made enough films. I think, like, The Savages, was, was that her last film? Yeah. No, she's only made three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Slums of Beverly Hills, The Savages, and then this. Right. Uh, so I, I can imagine... Um, the interest in being in uh, one of her works, like you're, you're going to have stuff to chew on mm. as an actor. Like you're yeah. going to get into it. Yeah. And, and with no less than Giamatti. Yeah. Um, was this something, how, how quickly did this one come together? Was this Well, I mean, her? she had been, yeah, you're right. Her last film before this was the savages, which was like 10 years ago almost. And um, uh, in that time she had a baby. Um, this is about, do you know what this is about? Yeah, I've seen it. It's great. Oh, I'm glad you saw it. Um, this is, so she had a baby in this time. She had a, a similar experience to this. Like she would say it's not autobiographical, but it's like emotionally autobiographical. Right. So like the details are different, but the emotion, you know, like she went through something similar. Right. So, you know, I think it took her a second to decide if she really wanted to go there sure. and tell this story because it was so personal. Um, and then it took about two years to write it, and that, you know, it took took a second to like get in there. And then, um, but it only took us like thirty days to film it, and um, uh, yeah, so like intensely personal, but not like. Well, and I would imagine that's the similar for you because in, in watching it, it's it's like eminently, I feel like, relatable for most, if not all, people that or have been. It will be in a relationship whether they've had kids or about to or thinking about it. Yeah. But like, um, I think to your point from what I gather, like you haven't dealt with these specific issues, but it's, it's almost even less about the particulars right. than sort of just what a couple goes through. And yeah, but it's almost like, it's almost like we kept talking. It's almost like not even about the baby. Like exactly. It could be anything right. in a weird way. I mean, it's like they more lost sight of what it is. Yeah. 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 yeah like Paul at some point was like, this isn't even about a baby. It's, um, Waiting for Godot. Right. And we were like, totally. Like, it's really not even... Like, you f- lose sight of the baby. Like, it's more about just them on this trip together. Like, they forget what it's... A- like, they're just so on this... Yeah. This, like, this quest for something that they think will fulfill them. Like, this dream, you know, that they... That Once they- I get that, it, this will solve right. everything. Right, right. 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 So I, and I think that that was like what, yeah, that's what I think it took. That's, which makes total sense to me. Like, you know, you get, you moved to New York. You're like, she was, which I, I remember this feeling completely when I moved here. Like, you know, she, they, you know, they moved to New York. She was, she was a playwright um, and a novelist, not, not untalented. He was a theater director. They started a little theater company, like Lower East Side. Like they put on some like really like precious plays. Like, you know what I mean? Like they had yeah. some attention, and then all of a sudden they're like forty. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then it's like, oh shit! Like they're still in a rent stabilized apartment. They don't really have insurance. They're kind of freelancing. They're like every like all their dreams are kind of like frozen in amber. And then they also like, it's such a metaphor that their bodies have like betrayed them. Like 
you know, they look, you know, they want to have kids and all of a sudden it's like not, it's not as easy as they had thought. Like yeah. it's such a metaphor for all the other dreams that they have had that are just kind of frozen. Everything you've just said is disturbingly relatable to me. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like it's just so No, like... but it's crazy. Like you wake up, like, I mean, I have those like things where I like walk down the street and I pass by a, my reflection and I'm like, oh my God. Cause I feel. Yes. So much younger than I am. Like I still have those same feet inside. Yeah. Have that same like feeling that I had when I was twenty. But uh, you just can't believe how fast it goes. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's like if it's for everybody this way. But yeah, for me in particular, like I feel like it was my thirties that like I missed. Thirties. Like, what happened? <laughs> like, yeah, where, it goes where, by really crazy where fast. Where were those? Yeah. Um, and maybe that has to do also. With, I don't know whatever industry you're in or, or not. But yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, I also find it, 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 watching the film, like I always get like a perverse satisfaction about seeing uh, couples argue in a very realistic way mm-hmm. on screen. Yes. I don't know what, like if it's just like schadenfreude or just sort of like, totally. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, because I think we're so used to seeing the movie version of arguments that yeah. are just like screaming at the top of your life. It's just like histrionics and it's not always that. It's something much more like yeah. um, messy and small. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, uh, she does a really good job at getting at that. Yeah. In this. Yeah. Um, right. Like, right. And then it's, it's like... not, that it's, then it's also a mixture of, of tragic and comic. Like this film vacillates so quickly and adeptly, I think between being dramatic and comedic and that's really a tough yeah, for most that's like my fave though, like that kind of feeling, like that, like it's so hard to find, but like that's um, um, that like little that sweet spot somewhere. Yeah. Well, if you look at your filmography, you, you've have I feel like gravitated towards a lot of those. I have. But like that's my fa- like that is it's such a hard thing because you can't like you can't talk it out. Right. You can't be like and then now it's my like you can't that is doesn't work. Like it's the writing. It's the writing, like, yeah. and it's because it, you can't because that's not something you can overthink. Like, right. it's always in the writing, and it, and it can kind of turn on its own. I remember like last time you were on, we talked about because you had done How Do You Know with James L. Brooks, and he's somebody who has like done that on that kind of like elevated yes. level on that on that like big Hollywood level. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And you know, yeah, I'll say it. You know, like, sometimes less successfully than yeah. others, and 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 yes. it just shows you how like how fine a line yeah, it can be. Yeah, it's hard. Really hard. And yeah. I, But it is always, I think it's always in the writing. It's always in like what the person is going for. Always. Yeah. Because you can't, yeah, you can't talk it and you can't overthink it and you can't like, you can't, it's just always in like, I'm always really attracted by that to that because I think it's the hardest thing to like, and it's so human. It's just so human. It's easy to like put the pedal down on one or the other, right. but it's really hard to find that like, catch in the throat that could go either way uh, to me. Yeah, I no, know. I agree. So, um, so this one, I mean, it also, this one strikes me like it must be very pleasing to you. I know it debuted in Sundance and it's getting these insanely great reviews that it's a Netflix film. I think it's also getting theatrical. Yeah. Yeah. Great, yeah. Great. Amazing. So, but like, it's, it's, you know, I, I think of something like afternoons of light, which you like have like such, you know, as you should pride in and, 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 and feel great about, but like, you know, Back, if that had been released on Netflix probably five years ago, it probably would have found. I would venture. I know an, an it's audience. crazy, but you know, I think about so much of this this stuff. Like, it's so weird, Josh. Like, what, what was I talking about yesterday? That I was like, I mean, there's so many things that you think, like, God, timing wise, yes. like, 
did things things like there's such genius things like that have maybe if they were just like getting on I was just talking about mm-hmm. that amazing show yeah. and like shit if that had just been like a couple years later like would have that had found an audience yeah. that would have been able to like you know what I mean yeah, or if no, it had totally. been available in a different co- like way that was you know right. I don't know Doll and M is another show that I was obsessed with like oh, right, you know right, like right. there's some there were some things like I was just talking about that yesterday though like there were just some shows that you wonder or even movies that you think um you're right. Even Afternoon Delight, like if that had been available in a streaming way, did that feel like at the time was it a dis? I wasn't. I know a creative disappointment. If anything, it was the opposite. It was one of the ones you took the most pride in. But like, was it a disappointment that people oh, just didn't find sure. it? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like. Yeah. But I mean, it wasn't like you know. I but also to be fair, like I had nothing to to compare it to. Like so, right. it wasn't like I was like, oh, you know. I, I, we did it for $2. I think it was, I, I, my, I didn't think like, oh, this was going to be like, you know, right. The steps have gone. <laughs> like I wasn't, I didn't think like, I really didn't have those expectations. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so this one, so you shot, you said 30 days. Yes. Um, You've done every... Yes, we did. <laughs> this will be a series of yes or no questions now. <laughs> Starting <Please> co- <laughs> now. Yes. <laughs> Corroborate the information I have according to IMDb now. <laughs> um, no. Uh, so, do you, at this point, do you feel like you can, like, work any which way according to, like, you know, I can do the, the three-day in-and-out shoot, I can do the hundred-day shoot? Like, is there a preference at this point, or does, it, does the vari- is variety the spice of your creative life? Like, do you, like, sort of... Um, is there an ideal... There is no ideal. Um, it just depends on the thing. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't. If it's awesome. Um, my sense in watching this, mm-hmm. without offending you, please, uh, is that you are so- somewhat more comfortable with nudity than I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I were an actor, yeah. I would, like, have, I would insist on 16 layers of clothing sure. at, at, at all times. Sure, sure, sure. Were the Hans... That would get hot for you. I don't care. Okay. I need and to protect the audience from the skin. Because the camera the already <laughs> adds 10 pounds, John. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Were the Hans just like a freewheeling family? Was no, it just, not at all. Oh, really? Mm-mm. I don't know. But, you know, like, it was just... This was like a... Um, uh, I was just... I don't know. It's just... Ne- it was necessary for yeah. it. And I don't care. I mean, I really like... It's the... I don't know. It's like the least scary. They just make it the safest and I make it the safest and I make all the choice. Like I make sure that everything around it is the safest and I know what eyes are looking at it on that day. I feel a hundred percent confident knowing, knowing what eyes are going to be looking at it and, well, what's great about it is it feels like it's like, you know, I, I think people always think, go back to, or at least cinephiles go back to, like, the Robert Altman shortcuts. Like, that, like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. like very matter-of-fact, yes. like, couples Casual, talk when they're right. not fully dressed yeah. all, very often. Yeah. And it's just another way to establish the intimacy. It's a shortcut, quote-unquote, you know, a, <laughs> a, a, short, a shortcut to, you know, establishing that there is this... Like, casual yeah, yeah. nudity. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, what are you working on right now? What's going on? Um, I I'm doing I'm mean, like I'm doing press for this. I've got an episode of The Romanoffs oh, yeah, coming yeah, yeah. out. Weiner, not Weiner. Weiner. Okay, I'm, I have to remember that eventually if I ever talk to him because I feel like it would set him off. It might. <laughs> <laughs> Do you enjoy the way your first name is, is spelled? Did that was that ever a source of I love frustration? It. No, now you loved I love it. it. You embraced it. Yeah. I don't know other. 
now YMs. it's the Irish way. I don't know. I, that's just the only way I know is the way I was spelled. So I have no difference, but I love it. You view the others as lesser. I Catherine spe- Hepburn, yeah. you're like, fuck I you, Catherine like, Hepburn. Fuck you, Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> Was okay. I'm all over the place, partially because just of cold, do cold it. medication. I know. I love this free wheeling. Were you okay? Was uh, you grew up in Ohio? I did. Oh, Another this yes is or no. Free wheeling. Were you? <laughs> was it an artsy? It wasn't an artsy fartsy family. Yet you became an artsy fartsy person. And I, I mean that in a it was, compliment. It was artsy fartsy in the way that it was just no. It was not really artsy fartsy, but it was artsy fartsy in the way that everyone was kind of like, you know, um. No, it really wasn't, but everyone was just kind of emotionally like, meh. Like, it was just, <laughs> do you know what like I mean? What? Like, it was just like, everyone was, it wasn't artsy-fartsy, but it was, um, I was, I had a lot of freedom to just, like, play pretend. Uh-huh. So, um, uh, like, my dad, I would say, was a frustrated singer, um, uh, that sounds like a really good SNL character. The frustrate, like the guy that's actually like frustrated while he's singing. Yes, <laughs> that's actually a great character. So wait, who introduced you to independent film? Like, how did you My find? Mom. Yeah, yeah, we would go to art houses all the time. Nice. And what were all the, the time. And what were the first experiences like that? Oh, uh, like My Life is a Dog, mm-hmm. Red, White, and Blue, uh, Camille Claudel. Um, Wild at Heart. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> How old were you when you saw Wild at Heart? Blue Velvet. Oh, boy. Everyone has the, the yeah, like any, yes, there's the David Lynch moment in any young yeah, person's Silence life. Of the, I mean, yeah, Silence <laughs> of the Lambs, um, which I guess wasn't too independent, but yeah, all the Cinema Paradiso, you know, all those. It's got like the greatest score ever, that sweet. I know, Ennio so Morricone beautiful. Score. I remember seeing Henry V. Oh, yeah. Um, I yeah, was, I was a big Brana. That was a oh my god! How can you not Emma Thompson in that? Yeah, so those were all like my my dreamy yeah. dreams. So and did mom have artistic aspirations? Or she no, was just, she but was she a was fan. just a big fan of of fiction and um, uh, film. So do you is, was there a specific moment where you had the talk and said I'm gonna go for this? And oh, she knew when I was like I mean I I. I kind of was like dove in when I was young, young. I was there was a place called the Cleveland Playhouse, and I kind of took um, uh, uh, acting classes there when I was really young, um, and then I just kind of stuck stuck it out right there. I loved it. So, and, and about how old were you when you got the like the 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 procedural, the the uh, the, uh, the the big job, the um, the CBS show, the uh, NBC, NBC. Thank you, Crossing Jordan. Um, yeah. That was right after. Uh, that was like my last year of graduate school. Um, uh, so I guess I was like twenty eight or twenty nine. So so I'm curious. Like by then, were you, like again knowing your where your sensibilities were. What were you? Had you been like. Was it just a gift at that point? Like, okay, this is going to pay the bills and, and let yes. me work, as opposed to, like, this is not necessarily my, my artistic sensibilities. No, I was, honestly, I was, like, very, I think I was, like, naive at that point. I didn't know what, I had had a holding deal with NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a shit ton of debt from school. Um, I was... It was like I thought the part was going to be just like a few episodes. It wasn't a series regular gig at the beginning. And it turned into a series regular gig, which I was like, oh, my God, how do I turn down like this? Right. And it wasn't what I thought I was going to be doing. But the people were so sweet. And it was like an interesting part. You know, whatever. I was like my first thing on camera. And so I was like, okay, 
And, um, yeah, it just ended up being a real long ride. Um, but I'm real great. I mean, I was real grateful for it. I'd never done anything on camera before and I learned a ton and they paid for like my wedding night meal. Like they were so sweet. Right. Was that a learning curve, learning to act in front of a camera? Is that is that is there a big difference in your felt, mind? Like it was, it was too much of a, a too much of a difference at the beginning for me. Like it shouldn't have been, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so it why shouldn't was it? have been because I think that that kind of that kind of on camera working I had to like undo, uh-huh. almost. You mean in the year in the years since, like yeah. later? Mm-hmm. Interesting, because I would think more. Well, I don't know. I'm contradicting myself in my brain. I'm thinking of like a sitcom, but sitcoms you, that's like that's basically that's a, a whole play. different it's bird. A, it's kind of a weird play. That's a different bird. But this kind of thing was like the kind of like standing on your mark. The kind of like you rehearse it once and then shoot it that way till lunch, yeah. and then you come back and kind of like shoot it this you know finish the scene out the same way. Yeah, like that was. Um, uh, uh, that was a kind of what I've been unlearning a little bit. Like, I, or the, I had, the, the had to unlearn. of that? Like, yeah. 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 I had to unlearn it. Not that it's bad. It's right. just it's like just, not the vibe. Thing. Yeah. And not the one that necessarily you gravitate towards no. clearly. If you, right. if you look at people like Jill or Adam McKay or any of these people, right. they I just all had feel to unlearn very, it. Yeah. 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 So, so what, that was like a, it was just, it was just how it happened to land for me after, as my first gig. Yeah. Was the, and we talked a bit about Step Brothers the last time too, but was that then the big kind of like, because that's diametrically opposed to what you're just describing in terms of. Um, that's still like standing in your mark, but it was kind of like blow it open word wise. Right. <laughs> right. And that, <laughs> Eloquent as always. <laughs> and that was the, the best. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was so fun. So how do you describe, you've worked a lot with Jill Soloway by now. Uh-huh. How do you describe what what does she do differently than every other filmmaker director you've done writer director? Because um, from what I gather, everything like the, the environment on set is different. It's a collaborative environment that's that's just different than anything else I've I've heard. How would you? Yeah, I would just say it? that it just feels like um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's a it's it just feels like. It's it just feels like an ensemble. Um, you don't you just feel caught by the camera rather than um, no wait I'm gonna take that back. You feel like the camera is there to just catch you mm-hmm. rather than um, uh, you're there to for the for the camera. Right. So like you it's just in service of what you're trying to get it's at. performance led. Right. Which is just like a, it's just different. Right. And it's not always like there's, you know, like this is not, you just have to get yeah, something done. And, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's big movies and there's like big things that have to happen. But in that space, you just, you feel like they're there. Like you're, you are as an actor, like it's performance driven. Yeah. So you're able to like, they like the space and you were able to just like play in it, and the camera will f- will f- catch you. Right. What's what do you think? What experience would you characterize as the happiest you've been on a set? Like, is there an ideal that you're kind of like always kind of oh, if the next one can be eighty like percent of bar, that? Yeah. Right, what's the yeah. bar at this point? Oh God, there's been so many. I mean, there's like there was like there've been some like ecstatic experiences. Like you know, there's been some like 
yeah, some like comedy. It's like some comedy improv things that have happened that are like, oh, like witnessing some that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to see that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That you're like, can't believe you got to see that come out of that person's brain that you're like, oh. Um, and then like, you know, some, there's been some like, there are some transparent scenes that were just extraordinary to be a part of with Jay. Mm. Um, Some of those scenes were all hold to my heart. Um, I mean, that were just like magic or whatever. Um, This movie, some scenes with Paul were up there for me, for sure. Just like, because it was so effortless, the, um, like finding this marriage together was like, just was so not precious. And so like, um, yeah. Do you, we talked a little bit about like how Paul is kind of like exactly what you would hope him to be. Yeah, he it, really right? is. Um, do you ever find that not to be case that you get to a set without naming names that like you've built somebody up in your mind and it's like, Ew. it's really rare, but for sure. Right. Yeah. I, I find that to be the case too. Honestly, most people, you know, the, most people are awesome. This is yeah, like the invariable. And I'm sure you get the same thing. People ask me all the time. The go-to question is who's horrible. Yeah. And I'm like, Honestly, yeah, I 90% know. of people are yeah. most, <laughs> most people are awesome. And then the people that you think are not are, are probably not. not. <laughs> yeah. The reverse is often not true. Yeah. Um, but yeah. people are, yeah. yeah. What you see is what people you get. People usually generally. do have good, like, you know, spidey senses. Yeah. From afar. Yeah. Um, and you're always, so uh, you've done a lot of series, especially in recent years. And you're going to do an HBO series coming up, right? Is that yeah, Mrs. With, Fletcher with Nicole Hoff Center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And Amazing. Tom Parada, I know. Jesse Klein, who's oh. awesome. Yeah, it's a really great uh, groupage. Um, so, is this a Tom Parada book that it's based mm-hmm, on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just the pilot right now. Just see the what pilot. happens. Yeah, I mean, no, the pilot's been picked up. It's been picked up, but we haven't started. Oh, it. amazing! We haven't started shooting yet. So, is, so it's in like a process of figuring itself out. Is that for for lifestyle and and for everything? Like the idea of doing kind of like eight or ten episodes of something feels satisfying and right and good for your headspace and your family and everything. Yeah, right like now? A, a series that would be eight, uh, you know, eight episodes a year is like totally. Yeah, God. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. For sure. Um, how many, what percentage of your films have your kids actually seen? Like not many. I was I gonna mean, say. I mean, I was. It was like I showed my kids Step Brothers. Wow. I was Adam, gonna ask. Wow. Adam showed Adam <laughs> showed his kids Step Brothers, and they're like kind of the same age. Okay. He's like a little bit older, and I was like, oh, you know what, maybe. And then I was like, oh shit, I, all the stuff started, because I hadn't seen it in so long, and it started flooding in, like, I was like, oh my god. So I think they saw maybe a 22-minute cut of Step Brothers, right. and not one frame of me in it. Right. Like, I fast-forwarded most of the movie. Because that would be the traumatic stuff. And so they have no idea what happened, <laughs> and then there was a lot of people being like, Catalina Wine Mixer! But they had no context for anything, or any right. idea. So they, were, they didn't find it that that hilarious right. I mean because like why would they they had no idea what the fuck was going on and they were like I don't want to watch you know nailed they were really into this show called Making It Nick and Amy's show oh yeah yeah I haven't it's watched it so yet so awesome amazing yeah it's yeah, yeah. really good is there uh, what, do, what do you consume do you watch a lot of TV or consume. movies consume yeah as a consumer what is I consume <laughs> what do you put in your body club Catherine? sandwiches morning noon and rich night rich and subtle black tea I see in I front do. of me it's Just subtle. a lot of plastic. Just, yeah. Um, <laughs> if it's in plastic, she'll drink it. Um, I, I like, I love a podcast. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I mean, a lot of driving in L, in LA. So, I mean, I love podcasts. Oh. Ugh. 
Um, political ones. It sounds like we were talking. Well, recently, yeah. yeah I love slow burn. I love the I love the wilderness. Um, uh, what else have I been listening to? Um, what else have I been watching recently? I saw. Oh, I just saw the Andre the Giant documentary, which oh, that was incredible. <laughs> I saw that. One. Was it good? Yes, it's fascinating. He's you, that made me cry. Yeah, yeah, tragic, sweet, really tragic. Yeah. Oh my god, when he Vin or what Hulk Hogan was like holding him up. Yeah, he was a mess. That guy, like, he had to. Yeah, was had to hold him up in that last yeah. fight, and made it look like he was like fighting him. I know. That's let's not thing. cry over Andre the Giant right now. That know, seems like an odd not. way to end the, the podcast. Tennis podcast <laughs> is uh, so. What are you not get? What's not coming across the Han desk? What What do we need to put out into into the I universe? I, w- I need like a just like a full on. Yeah. I want like a horror movie. Oh. I want like a weird stylized movie. I don't <laughs> know what I want. Saying things out loud. Stringing words together. Just like I'm spreading I'm, stringing I have a cold. words. What's your excuse? I want a rom <laughs> No, you don't. No, you don't. You did your time. I um, want an intergalactic sex oh. romp. <laughs> there are not enough of those anymore. Why don't they have them? I was just looking at E.T., and that's why I said that in your office. You want to be Barbarella, reborn. I want, I want to be a, exactly, 40s Barbarella. Come on. The 40s have been good to you. Wouldn't you say? It's kind of, like, amazing. Exactly. Like, the best stuff has come. It is. I think so. Are you shocked by that? No, I'm actually totally not shocked. Because, like, who's just, who was any, why was anybody saying that that was going to be a problem? Right. Well, that's. Fuck all that. (laughs) Fuck the haters. (laughs) She's just getting started, guys. Um, Yes, and we end with a snort. We bookended with snorts. Great! Everybody check out yes. Private Life. Excellent film. Check it out on Netflix, but better yet, if it's playing at a theater near you, we always want to support that experience. Yes, it's yes. It's the best way to see it. Uh, you'll laugh, you'll cry. What else do you want out of a film experience, guys? I know, really. What do you want? I mean, don't be popcorn. greedy. And, and get your popcorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catherine, let's hope it's not four more years. Yeah, please, let's not. I but mean, you haven't aged. Well, neither have you. Ugh. We just talked about how great your career is going. I'm stuck in the same no, windowless actually, office. You, no, your office is really great. I was saying it, that I just wish you had a window, but it actually <laughs> is great. I was just teasing you. It looks fabulous it's all in good. here. It's all out of love. Uh, it's always a pleasure to see you. Thanks I for coming like by. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. (laughs) 